Happy St. Patrick's Day. Today we have Nicholas Tessier, the hey. white extraordinary. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. Glad to be on. <laughs> and then, of course, your humble host, Saul Espinosa. <laughs> Very humble. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Nicholas has prepared for us today uh, different stories on St. Patrick as it is St. Patrick's Day, the day we upload this. And we thought it would be really cool because maybe some people have misconceptions about St. Patrick and also maybe they don't know about the cool, awesome stories that he could give us. And uh, so, yeah, I'll uh, pass the mic to Nicholas. I'll just be making some funny remarks. Um, just make his life miserable. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. All right. Um, where do I even start with St. Patrick? There's a, so much to start with him. Uh, I mean, I guess we can start like... Uh, who is St. Patrick even? Mm. Um, a, lot, a lot of people might know. What kind of know. bath salts did he use? Yeah, I don't know, man. What was his favorite scented candle? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Leaf green? Leaf green. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's like a potato flavor or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. Wait, but he wasn't even Irish. No, actually, yeah. He wasn't even Irish. He was actually uh, he was he born was in black. Britain. He <laughs> <laughs> was not black. <laughs> yeah, they, they they just couldn't... They didn't have black color ink back then. So, <laughs> so they had to, like, portray him as white. Yeah, yeah. Big misconception. <laughs> 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 no, but he's actually um, uh, born in Britain. Around mm-hmm. I don't know exactly the town, but he was born there with his family. Oh, yeah. Was it, was it called Britain at the time? Uh, yeah. I, I this was during like the fourth fifth century. So we could assume he had crooked teeth. Uh, yeah, we can assume he had pretty bad teeth. <laughs> sadly, sadly. Maybe actually, maybe we don't know. Maybe he had good teeth. Maybe, maybe he had, had pearly whites. Maybe we don't know. <laughs> but anyway, um, I guess I'll just start with like the early like life of uh, Saint Patrick. Um, he was born in Britain, raised there. Um, he didn't live fully in his faith. His parents, I believe one of his, his father was a deacon. So they definitely, he was raised as a Catholic, but he didn't really, you know, practice his faith a lot when he mm. was a lot younger. And, um, just like you. Wow. Well, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so, um, but a big thing that happened in his life was, um, he got kidnapped at 16. Mm. So he was uh, kidnapped, and he was brought over to Ireland, and that's where he was a, um, he worked as a shepherd. He was a slave shepherd, pretty much, for this one guy. Just like you. Just, <laughs> I know. Just, he's, a, he's a slave for Koji. <laughs> I know. Help me. <laughs> they, they, they don't pay me enough. They don't even pay me. <laughs> All this work. No. But yeah, he was uh, brought over to Ireland, and he worked as a slave. And... Um, that's when he really got his calling to, you know, practice his faith. That's when he he prayed so much when he was working as a shepherd. He would say he he would pray like he'd pray hours, like like hundred rosaries a day, like hundred so times a day. Yeah, hundred times a day. And actually, um, I don't think the rosary was even a thing yet. Oh, well, or it wasn't fully developed at that time, right? Well, fifth century. No, I don't think so. I don't know too much about that, but maybe. But he he definitely prayed. Oh yeah, let me just say, there's two big things about St. Patrick that we can kind of everyone can kind of get. Um, he made some papers. He wrote letters. Um, one's called the Confessio or Confession. It's his confession, and uh, he wrote that. He actually wrote that. 
Mm-hmm. And um, there's another one where he wrote a letter about some guards that killed some of the Catholics that he was basically attacking. Well, not attacking, but kind of like saying, yeah, these guys are not good <laughs> of what they did. The guards? Yeah, there oh, okay. are some guards that killed Catholics. The later story. <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> um, and he wrote that. But the, in the Confessio is the bigger one, his confession. And um, he talks about his life. So he gives, like, a quick biography of his life, his early life until his life, like, when he was writing it. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely so good. If you haven't read it, I, 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 you should go st- after this, read it. It's a really short. It's not too long. It's a good, you know, short It's read. weird because no one ever brings that up. Yeah, it's, it's super. I know it's from it's from like from St. Patrick. Literally, so. I always hear people like giving stories like from other sources. I'm just like, why don't you just get it from St. Patrick? I didn't know that until you told me. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I know. I didn't know him until I was starting doing research, and I was like, oh, whoa, like he is like this. <laughs> and oh my, it was so good of a read. I definitely learned so much, and um, yeah, a lot of it. I I'm gonna quote from this from it because i got a lot of the sources because like what better way to understand saint patrick than you know from saint patrick <laughs> himself <laughs> so um <clears throat> anyway uh we'll continue he was a shepherd a slave shepherd and he would definitely prayed and that's when he started learning and practicing his faith more um one day he get, has these dream he has a dream of a ship and that ship he doesn't know it's super far away from him but it's calling him to go on that ship and he, and St. Patrick, he took that as a sign of God telling him to hop on that ship mm. and to leave. So, as he was working, he didn't do it immediately, but he was just, over the time, he mustered up the courage to just go and flee from his uh, captivity mm-hmm. and to go find that ship. He had no idea where it is, but he had the dream. Mm. So he's like, all right, I got to find this ship. So he eventually escapes, and he starts looking for the ship. He just walked. Yeah, he just walked all over <laughs> Ireland, just looking for a ship. He's like, I'm on my way. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then um, eventually, he comes upon the ship, and he's like, "This is it. This is the ship." And um, he goes up to the uh, sea captain of the ship, and um, they were pagans. And uh, he asked basically, he's like, "Hey, Mister, uh, can I join your ship?" And they were merchants, hmm. and they were going back to Britain. Mm-hmm. And they're doing some trades, you know. And uh, at first, they were just like, oh, sorry, kid. Well, you can't take you. And then St. Patrick, he gets all discouraged. He's like, oh, man. And then he's like, all right. <laughs> like, he just gets all like that fast. Like, he walks all this way. And he's like, this is the ship. And then all of a sudden, he's like, the guy's like, sorry. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and he leaves. So anyway, he turns around. And he begins praying. And then all of a sudden, the... The uh, captain, he, he changes his mind for some he's reason. Like, I feel a sudden urge to hire you, boy. <laughs> much, yeah. yeah, he's like, you know what? Never mind. So he accepts uh, St. Patrick to join him. Hmm. So he hops on board with the ship, and then they go back to uh, Britain. Long journey back, really difficult. But they eventually make it, and he eventually finds back his uh, hometown and everything. So that's when he begins his journey in the monastery. Mm. That's where he started. Like he had, he felt he begins this going. the ministry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he began his journey as you know, in the ministry, and then um, eventually, um, he gets uh, another dream calling to go back to Ireland. Mm. Uh, I can't exactly remember the dream, but it was some Irish people. He imagined mm. that they were like praising him and calling him to basically come back. Mm. So he took that as a sign from God to just go back to ireland mm-hmm. so 
he he dreaded it. Wait, wait, sorry, how many years was he in captivity? Or oh, captivity. Um, he was at age sixteen. I think he went back to Ireland and began his actual ministry back in Ireland. I believe in his thirties. So it was probably he I, got back to Britain in his thirties. Oh uh, no no no! He got back to Ireland, but he was probably I want to say it was probably a couple years in captivity. Mm, maybe two three years. Two three four. Yeah. So he was stuck there. Well, yeah, I imagine that he was, like, two, three years there and then, like, six to eight years in mm-hmm. seminary, right? Yeah, so he went through that process. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he went back to Ireland. He was dreading it. <laughs> like, imagine, like, you get kidnapped. Wait, was, he, was he a bishop already? Um, no, he was not, I believe. He was, um, he got bishop, or he was a bishop at in Ireland. He became okay. a bishop. But he started as a missionary to bring, you know, the faith over mm. to Ireland because there's a lot of paganism going on around there. <laughs> a lot of that. Not that many Catholics around there. So he... he oh, great potato. <laughs> Your infinite goodness. <laughs> the potato lord. <laughs> Your <Right>. immortality. Yeah. <laughs> the great potato. <laughs> Anywho. Um, so he had that calling again and he, and he went back to Ireland to, uh, you know, spread the faith. And that's when his real journey began. His real journey. The journey begins. <laughs> Ash Ketchum. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so he gets back to uh, Ireland, and then he starts converting a lot of um, Irish. Mm. Um, he has a lot of trouble with all like the, like, the Celtic lords and like, mm. all the people down there. They didn't like him. They really didn't like him. <laughs> and they, there's so many, like, crazy stories about, like, somewhere trying to, like, kidnap him, imprison him, assassinate him. There's tons of stories, like, of, like that. Who get into that? Hey, imagine if they... I don't know. When you said, like, they don't like him, like, one guy's just like... He's like, hey, Tom, what's up? He's like, I just don't like that guy. Hmm, <laughs> 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 maybe we should kill him. <laughs> I don't know. It was a lot funnier in my head, but... <laughs> But they, um, let's see, where do we begin? What's the first story? I guess we can talk about, uh, his, uh, <laughs> his, uh, first miracle. Or one of, uh, that's been kind of known or established as his mm. first miracle. Um, he was, uh, going over to Ireland and there was a ceremony going on. He was, uh, doing, uh, like, a uh, honor of, like, the Blessed Virgin Mary. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, um, he was traveling, and then there's this one guy, and he comes up with his sword, and he sees it. He didn't, he didn't like St. Patrick, so he tried to, like, you know, smite him, like, kill St. Patrick with the sword. And as he was about to, like, swing his sword and hit St. Patrick, he, the guy's arm just freezes, and he's just, like, stiff, mm. and he can't, like, swing. He wants to, like, swing, but he's just like, Arr! but he can't. Mm. And then St. Patrick's like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> so he was like saying, just stop what you're doing, mm-hmm. and then you'll be free. Mm-hmm. So then the guy, he finally, uh, he's like, okay, I'll stop. And then he stops, and his arm basically gets released. And he's like, whoa. It's like, what is going on, <laughs> pretty much? So this is confirmation that the force is real? <laughs> you do not want to kill me. <laughs> yeah, he is forced. Did you that mind trick? kid. <laughs> Yeah, but um, but then that guy, the same guy who's trying to kill him, he's like, all right, maybe he's like actually telling the truth, like he's actually like teaching the truth, so that that guy converts, and so you know at this time St. Patrick's still converting a lot of people, baptizing a lot of the Irish, and you know starting out his own missionaries down there, 
and doing a lot of good work. <laughs> a lot converting a lot of people. There's also a bunch of other crazy stories. Like uh, there's one on um, like Easter Sunday. He was uh, celebrating Paschal Sunday, and it was with the Paschal uh, fire. And he was doing, you know, like the whole, um, the, uh, not process, I can't remember the word, the, uh, the mass, you know. For, liturgy. The liturgy for the Saturday. Or the service. Yeah, the service, uh, with the Paschal fire. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the, um, a lot of the, uh, Irish, or like the Celtic, or like the Druids and the other people, didn't really like that. And they tried to like, you know, stop that ceremony. And they tried to like extinguish the fire as much as they possibly could. Well, because all the all the fire, there was no sorry. There's supposed to be no fire in no, all yeah, Ireland, yeah. right? Yeah. But so, what was that about? I didn't really, I didn't really get that. Like, why did they not want any fire? Oh, because they 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 saw that the the fire represents like the Catholicism, like God, like oh, he's the okay. light <laughs> in the fire. I, I mean, we can go a lot more depth. I probably should have studied more on like the Paschal Sunday because this goes really in depth into it. But um. I can't remember what the actual fire represents, but I'm pretty sure it's like the word of God, you know, like the light, and it's supposed to be all dark and everywhere. Really, and the then, Holy Spirit or no? Yeah, or like the Holy Spirit, mm. I believe, and it's supposed to like you know spread, and that's like you know then mm. it's finally like just like leading up to like Easter, mm. and uh, the um, people did not want it, like the uh, the pagans, they mm. didn't like it because they were like, okay, this is like bringing Catholicism into Ireland, mm. and they tried as much as to like you know extinguish the Paschal f uh, fire. And, uh, you know, God came in and helped uh, St. Patrick out and stop ended up stopping all of them, you know, mm -hmm. protecting St. Patrick throughout a bunch of stuff just happening. And so they were actually, like, throwing water on the fire and nothing would happen, right? Yeah, they tried to, like, throw rocks. Or it, or there was, like, water. Did it say it was, like, some sort of fuel, like, force fuel? Thing? <laughs> or was it, like, or was it, like, it just didn't extinguish it? Like, it would just disappear? It would probably just disappear or extinguish. I'm not too sure. I mean, if I was there, you I were there. Well, I, well, yeah, I was there. I'm a time traveler. We don't. You think we pay you just to like just go on the internet? You were supposed to go there. Oh yeah, that's right. Let me just hop through my portal real fast and like <laughs> check it out. Your real time fast. machine. I'll, I'll double check that. Set now. to four four seventy eighty. They were definitely trying to attack like St. Patrick on that that day of like trying to extinguish the fire. They would throw rocks at him, mm -hmm. and you know. St. Patrick just knelt there, prayed, and, you know, God protected him. Mm -hmm. Miracles were happening around him. And um, he eventually, you know, they gave up. And then he, you know, converted a lot of them as well. <laughs> mm -hmm. Saved a lot of souls. Also, a lot of souls weren't really happy with him because of that. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that was just, you know, another crazy story. And another, there's a bunch of others. Um, yeah, the uh, the lords and the Celtic lords, they didn't like St. Patrick that much. <laughs> they uh, tried to imprisonate him. He escaped a lot. Mm -hmm. um, even tried to assassinate him. There was um, a one attempt where uh, they just poison the potato. <laughs> just yeah, he's trying to you know poison the potato. Easy trick, man. They forgot that he's British. Yeah, he doesn't like potatoes. <laughs> they just poison the tea. <laughs> Did they? Have, uh, yeah, they probably had tea back then. I imagine. Yeah, maybe. I think so. Fifth century. I'm not too much history nerd about the tea <laughs> but um yeah there was an um assassination attempt on saint patrick um as he was traveling um he was in his carriage and um you know he was traveling with like some other irish folk with him and he was you know having a good talk you know on your <laughs> carriage trip 
And I believe, um, if I remember correctly... Like from... gossiping about the Druids? Yeah. <laughs> 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 if I remember the story correctly, um... He was, um... What was it? He was, um... He swapped seats with one of the, um... Guys who were, like, uh... Doing the chariot. Mm-hmm. And St. Patrick swaps seats with him. And the assassin th- knew St. Patrick was sitting in a certain spot. Mm. But then when St. Patrick swapped, he, the assassin didn't know. Mm. So he ended up killing some random guy instead of St. Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> so by me, it's like, imagine that. Like St. Patrick's like, oh, the seat's uncomfortable. I'm going to sit in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and imagine, then just all of a sudden, the next guy just gets stabbed. Just imagine being that guy, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, imagine that. I mean, that guy died a martyr, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. He saved a saint. <laughs> he became a saint by saving mm. Exactly. He became a martyr. Imagine that. Wait, does it count? Because he didn't know. I don't know. I have to check with St. Peter. I'll be back. (laughs) We'll be right back. (laughs) Nice. There was also one part you were saying right here that the Druids, by their incantations, overspread the hill and surrounding plain with a cloud worse than Egyptian darkness. I've never heard that story before. Oh, yeah. I, I left that in the notes. Not too sure. But I honestly, when I was reading it, I imagine like that scene from Lord of the Rings when like you know like the orcs were attacking. Uh, mm. Was it Mordor? I forget why. I forget the name. Not Mordor. No, it was um. Gondor. Gondor. Wait, was it really? Yeah, I, I don't know. Really if know. It was gonna, I <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. It was the Shire. <laughs> <laughs> no, two times. Why did we forget? This is the most epic fight. Moria. Not Moria. <sighs> Helm's Deep. Helm's Deep. That's what it was. Helm's Deep. Helm's Deep. It was in Helm's Deep, and uh, you know how, like, Gandalf, like, he was all, like, dark, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, like, Gandalf shows up in just light. Mm-hmm. That's how I was picturing the, uh, going back to the Paschal Sunday thing, mm-hmm. or, like, for, for for the fire. That's what it kind of was. I had pictured it in my head. I was like, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh, it's like Lord of the Rings, pretty much. Because <laughs> the, um, the Druids, they were, like, you know, like, doing all these evil, like, casting, mm-hmm. like, spells, or, like, trying to, like, you know, do whatever they could to, like, knock out the Pascal. <laughs> I could just fire. imagine, like, wizards <laughs> with their, like, you know, their blue robes with stars on them just going, like, <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> with, like, a little beard. He has, like, his his slippers on. <laughs> like, skinny legs, all hairy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, 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 fire. <laughs> but, yeah, um, oh, yeah, I totally forgot to touch on that. Um, yeah, they were trying to, like, very demonic stuff they were trying to do to, like, you know, bring out the fire. And, um, yeah, and I imagine, I imagine how it was, because mm-hmm. they were traveling as well with the Pascal fire. Um, they were going from a city to another city. And I imagine just, like, you know, like, the old druid people were like, rah, rah. And then all of a sudden, like, here comes St. Patrick with the, like, the Pascal fire and the lightning. And it's just, like, the whole, like, <laughs> shine of the Holy Spirit on all of them. And they're like, no. And then, you know, it just. <laughs> no, but it, it's it's interesting because here's the thing. I feel like a lot of Catholics, even now, like, they're sort of, they sort of have, like, this modernist thinking. Because, I mean, you know how people say, like, oh, you know, I don't believe in magic or whatever. Mm. But the thing is that magic does exist. And because I just feel like that's something that a lot of people are like, oh, no, that just, you know, that's just what they would say, you know, in the old church or whatever. Because even the Bible, it says that there was the magician. Mm -hmm. And and I forgot, I think it was in the Acts of the Apostles. And and it just, it's so real. And it has right here in St. Patrick's Mm -hmm. story. And the... The way that magic is, you know, used or whatever is that they have this, you know, the formula. It's sort of like, you know, when they do the sacraments, mm-hmm. it's sort of like that, but in a demonic way, mm-hmm. you know, where 
there's a you know there's the formula to to follow and then there's the material and mm-hmm. you know and and that's the thing because people like people like they think it's like a su- superstitious to think these things but the things that they're using the power of the demons you know yeah and the thing is that god allows that because you know he gave us free will mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so then and also so that's just something we got to work you know be careful about because there are mm-hmm. things that we maybe have we're in possession of that could be you know yeah. some cursed objects or something you know something like yeah. that so it's just something to be wary about your belongings everybody <laughs> I think Saul might, you know. Don't worry, I won't use my wizardry on you. <laughs> I'll put my magic wand away. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, St. Patrick, he was a very, very penitential guy. He would uh, wear, I forget what those shirts are called, like the hairy shirts, uh, like Ishi. Mm-hmm. He would wear those. He would sleep on, like, rock beds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he would fast. I mean, let's land. <laughs> which, um, is, which is important. It's important in every Catholic's life to be penitential. Mm-hmm. Penance is a good thing. Because I think it's sort of also something that's been lost. People are like, oh, as long as you're a nice person. As long as you're a good person, you know. They're like, as long, you know, I don't kill, I don't steal. You know, mm-hmm. that you'll make it to heaven. But, like, I mean, just the sins we make, you know, that sin is the greatest evil in the world. And so we need to repair, do reparation for our own sins and the sins of others, you know. Mm-hmm. And the way we do that is penance. Yeah. Cause like uh, you know in the gospel, how it's, there was like a demon that the apostles couldn't drive out, mm-hmm. and they were asking Jesus like why they couldn't drive him out, and he was saying, well because with this one you need penance and prayer to drive out that demon, you know, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing, you know, for for just in our lives, mm-hmm. you know. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah as um, you know, Saint Patrick was became bishop and he started converting more catholic catholics um he was getting some bad rep by other priests in britain and they were like oh you know like they were on their phones back then and they're like oh <laughs> saint patrick or uh, he wasn't called saint patrick oh patrick or bishop patrick he was hashtag um, crazy old patrick again <laughs> yeah, hashtag crazy old patrick you know he was um you know just like using his um his um status to make wealth to make money you yeah. know you know, make it like a pretty penny, mm-hmm. and uh, so Saint Patrick, he was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so he writes the uh, the confession or the confessio mm-hmm. in Latin. He it was all in Latin. Mm-hmm. I thankfully I found a translate. <laughs> so I read that, and um, I know I I need to work my Latin. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine like they're talking about him, like because I'm guessing there's rumors, right, mm-hmm. being spread about him, mm-hmm. and like I just I could just imagine like if there was like a Doctor Terra Marshall back then. He's like, <laughs> the Pope, St. Patrick. St. <laughs> Patrick got it again. <laughs> no, I believe it was just uh, they were thinking uh, St. Patrick was kind of just using his status to just make money mm. and kind of like scam everybody. Yeah. Um, so um, St. Patrick uh, writes his confession in defense of himself. Mm. And he basically writes like a biography of himself. Mm. And uh, he talks about, you know, his early life to his middle life to like you know to mm-hmm. to when he was writing it <laughs> and uh he does like you know mention he wasn't doing that at all mm. and he does make mention of that but um he also mentions so much good stuff like when he was younger he would say um in his confession i forget how to i didn't no quotes but uh he basically stated that um he was 
not very well taught in scriptures or mm. like anything like that. So he was like, yeah, I was a pretty dumb kid back then. <laughs> and so, um, but it's crazy because how he, because if you actually read the confession, oh my gosh, it is just, it is just piles of like scripture, like mentions of like, you know, from the Bible, like so much. And it's all so good. And I'm like, this guy, he knew, he knew his stuff. <laughs> There's so many mentions. It probably, some of the stuff even probably threw over my head. So, yeah, he was, like, very, like, well, at the point when he was writing that, he knew, like, the like, the Bible probably from the back of his hand, head, or, you know, whatever the saying is. <laughs> he knew it. He knew it really good. And um, a lot of things he also mentioned was uh, the spiritual attacks he had mm. as, uh, you know, going through. Well, yeah, because I can imagine just, he's literally converting the whole country, yeah. like, Satan was probably very, oh, yeah, Satan, really mad about Satan that, was you know? after him, like, yeah, yeah. big time, big time. Um, he definitely put him in the test where he would, you know, attack him at night with his dreams and stuff, and, you know, it's crazy, because I think there was this one, he was having a, uh, he was uh, having a dream, and then, uh, you know, Satan just started attacking, like, uh, he was just having, like, horrible nightmares, and he literally couldn't get out of it until finally the sunlight to Sunday ro- or the sun rose and um it was um he was basically calling out for the uh you know like for God to help him out and finally like the sun rose and um just like he, he broke free of it and he was like oh thank you Lord for like you know helping me out with that so he definitely like you know he definitely thanked God for his attacks I mean if you're ever being attacked like that you know mm-hmm. good man to call St. Michael, God, and St. Patrick, St. Patrick, <laughs> yeah, guardian angel, you're not alone, guys, you're not alone, <laughs> you got backup, <laughs> so, um, yeah, he was definitely attacked a lot, so he had really a good spiritual warfare life, you know, to, like, you know, attack, you know, to defend the, from the devil's attacks, mm-hmm. and, um, I guess we can go on. Yeah, there was some really cool stuff you're talking about. I mean, that you put in here, like some of your research about the that he stayed up in the mountain. Oh yeah, this was a. Uh, I was like, whoa. Yeah, I know. That's uh, that's pretty cool. Like, uh, I never thought he could ask those things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I was reading uh, the encyclopedia on him, and um, and apparently, I believe it was during you know Lent time. You know, it was like the forty days. He went up a mountain, and he just stayed in a rock praying and like fasting. And, um, I believe, if I remember correctly from my notes, he, um, let's see, let me just read through so I can get this down properly. Because it was about the demons, right? Yeah, he was being definitely attacked, like, the, like, the sky would be filled with just, like, crows, and it would, like, surround the Mm -hmm. sky, and it would just, like, turn to blackness, basically. Yeah. And, you know, St. Patrick's just on this mountain, you know, going through land, just fasting, (laughs) and the guy... Would you imagine if that's, like... (laughs) Like, imagine California. Like, <laughs> yeah, just like... <laughs> like, that's probably how it would be. Like, it was saying that it would literally cover the, the mountains, you know, like, full mm. of crows. And that was, that was, like, all the demons, like, possessed, like, I guess, appearing as crows. And they were, like, so much that it would cover the whole mountains. Mm. So, like, he was attacking all of those demons. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, St. Patrick was calling God to help him out, you know, to get rid of all the crows and the demons. Mm. 
even like uh you know was calling out to god and he like he had like a bell and he was like oh wait guys <laughs> leave me alone he's not a bird person <laughs> he's not a bird person <laughs> he's, 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 he's not. like ptsd <laughs> 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 no <laughs> I mean, the crows are always pretty scary. I mean, they're not too scary. But. I don't know. You know, when I was, I was like, last week, I was after work, I was coming home, and there was, like, a bunch of crows. I don't know if they were, like, migrating or something, but they decided to rest right there where I parked my car. Like, filled. And I don't know. I was just, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's just birds, but it's, like, scary to go through a bunch of them. I don't know why. It's all his PTSD. <laughs> you heard it. <laughs> they were, like, spread every time I went next to them. I had the power. I had the gift. Because he's saying, like, that once the crows left and plunged themselves into the sea, mm-hmm. that he still stayed up in the mountain praying. Yeah, um, he sta- He actually, should- yeah, he stayed up, you know, going even past, like, land. He was still, like, you know, just, or not, I don't know if it's actually, let me read that. Was it past that? Yeah, I do remember, like, he did stay up in the mountain. And, uh, you know, he was just praying, and he was asking God for him to, like, you know, act, like, hear his prayers and, like, mm. you know, give him some, um, give him some, um, you know, uh, um, what's the word? Like, he's asking for, like, a blessing mm. for not just him, but for Ireland mm-hmm. itself to, like, you know, protect it. He asked, I believe it was, like, four different things. No, five. Five? Oh, yeah, five different things. Um, he, uh, so he's, he basically was, like, testing God. Or not, I shouldn't say testing God, but he was, like, up there being like, all right, God, I'm not leaving until you, you come and hear me out. <laughs> and then eventually, um, <clears throat> I believe, oh, yeah, an angel, um, so he was asking for his prayers to be, um, heard. And then an, an angel came to confront him. But basically, the guy was like, all right, here's an angel. Like, what do you, what do you have to say to me? And, um, <clears throat> So, um, eventually, um, he told the angel what he wanted, and then he would leave the mountain. So, God sends the angel down. And, um, he asked for, uh, uh, let me see if I remember this. Um, the many of the souls would be freed from the pains of purgatory through his intercession. Um, but whoever in the spirit of penance would recite his hymn before death and would attain the heavenly reward. Um... And the barbarians, hordes, would never obtain the sway of his church. He also prayed for that. He was basically telling, like, you know, he's like, here's my list. You know, barbarians attacks. No more iron, please. <laughs> like, we had enough of that, please. <laughs> barbarians, go away. Um, he has for, like, definitely a lot of the souls in purgatory to be helped out. Um, and um, he asked um, seven years before the judgment of Oh, yeah, he asked for uh, seven years before the Judgment Day, the sea would spread over Ireland uh, to save its people from the temptations of the terrors of the Antichrist. Mm. So he was like, okay, like, seven years before. like, <laughs> like that's, that's pretty interesting, because I don't know, I feel like I never thought that you could ever ask those things yeah. of God, you know? Like, I know, me too. Like, I was like, like, imagine if I was just like, yeah, can you, like... <laughs> burn america <laughs> you know like a couple years before the judgment day <laughs> yeah <clears throat> but yeah he was afraid of like the people of ireland like being like i don't know led astray mm. from like you know the final hours you know of, like the judgment day he was afraid of like those souls that would be like you know kind of like a, a whip going away from the church at like the last moments <laughs> like imagine that like that would be horrible so he didn't want that happening to the people of ireland Oh, is it still recording? Oh, uh, yeah, it's still recording.
Okay. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. And um, and then um, the one of his uh, one he wanted the most was to um, be uh, kind of a deputy to uh, judging the whole Irish race during Judgment Day. Um, so he would be kind of like a helping God mm. judge, you know, during uh, Judgment Day. <laughs> Isn't that sort of like? Like, what if I was just, like, <laughs> I wanted to judge the Mexican race? <laughs> okay, so you're going to let Juan go, and you're going to let uh, Jose go? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, the way he helps assist you, he, yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't, like, say, like, no, you're not coming, guys. He's like, hey, God, like, this guy? Don't let him in. He's like, hey, Bato, I got you, man. I got you. <laughs> he was Jorge, like, you too, man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he was definitely, um, he wanted to be, like, part of that at least <laughs> like <laughs> so he, i guess he asked for his spot during that time or when that time comes so yeah he finally you know after the angel heard him he was like okay um we will um we'll we'll, we'll, we'll let you go and then so the angel went and you know saint patrick's like all right sweet i'll so, go down now <laughs> so basically he did those favors are granted to him um or is it like unclear from what I've read, it was unclear to me. I didn't really get like a full like. Cause that would be pretty like, cool. I'm, I'm, paper, moving like, <laughs> I'm moving to Ireland. I'm moving to Ireland. Be an Irish. Potatoes. Ah, the potato. The <laughs> Thank your Lord for the potato. Oh, yeah, I mean, I guess we can talk why about um why St. Patrick Day is on March seventeenth. Oh yeah. Um, was he not? He was well, not. He, he was, didn't uh, die on that day? Yeah, well, he uh, he wasn't venerated as a saint in Ireland from the, s- from the 17th century. He was never formally canonized, actually. It was until 1630s, that March 17th, the traditional day of his death, where people kind of hmm. imagined he was he died, uh, finally was added as of the feast day of St. Patrick. Hmm. So, yeah, he wasn't, like, you know, canonized until a lot later. Because if we're talking about, like, he was, like, this is St. Patrick's, like, the so, century. So people basically just treated him like a saint. Yeah, a lot of the Irish treated him like a saint. And then, um, yeah. But nowadays, like, what's going on with St. Patrick Day, huh? <laughs> Why? Where'd the leprechauns come in? <laughs> oh, that's what you're talking about? <laughs> so in Ireland, like, now they legalize oh, yeah. abortion. And, Definitely. And gay so. marriage. And, well, I think so. I think gay marriage. And it's just, like, whoa. Like, you never yeah. thought such a Catholic country... Do that, and that's why we need to pray for mm-hmm. our countries. Exactly. You know, I mean, St. Patrick, he made a huge statement. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of sad. Yeah, to see it like no, not like this, <laughs> <laughs> not like this. <laughs> but hopefully, you know, his uh, prayers he sent to God. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, they have a lot of uh, what do you call it? A lot of graces pouring out from St. Oh, yeah. Patrick. You know, to help out, especially if he's asking things like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, imagine, oh, dude, I would love to see him. I mean, it said right here that. That, that his prayers are so powerful that there was no evil thing to be found in Ireland. Oh yeah, for that time. What does that mean exactly? Like no one did anything evil, or like there was no evil cursed object, or I there guess, wasn't. You know, he really kicked out the devil from that place. <laughs> I imagine yeah. it could be like you know. He's like T O T. He's like, all right, I'll talk about this. I'll come back later. Um, no, I guess he did a, a, a imagine from, like, how it is. He just, you know, kicked out the devil. Really, mm-hmm. he's just like, be gone. Boom, boom. Kicked him out. 
for a bit, mm. and, but then you know, time went on. The devil snooped back in. He's sneaky. <laughs> He's snooky. He's snooky. Gotta watch out for that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Is but, there any like prayers you found on St. Patrick or no? Oh yeah, there were. I did not add them in my notes. Maybe there we could were... add them in the description. Oh yeah, there there's a couple. There's actually two I saw. Um, one was longer than the other. There's one that was really short. But um, yeah, he had, oh the prayers yeah, hmm. he had a lot of those and people would like back in Ireland they would say them and uh, he converted a lot of the, like you know the pagans back then. Hmm. Oh, I totally forgot all that. There's so many other stories you can talk about Saint Patrick. Maybe for later. <laughs> actually, for next year. Next year. Next year. <laughs> Like, he converted a lot of them with, like, prayers. Like, a lot of, like, the pagans, mm. they would be converted, like, mm. that way. And, um, you know, a lot of baptisms he gave. Junkie. Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we can, you know, below, we'll add some prayers. We'll put some descriptions in, in the description. I mean, prayers in the description. Definitely. Description in the prayers. Definitely. <laughs> and after this, remember, go read the confession. Such. Go kiss uh, an Irish person in your life on St. Patrick's <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Go kiss an Irish person in your life today. Do you have, do you have an Make Irish... sure they're Catholic? Yeah. Don't want those pagans. No, no, no. Actually, maybe you can convert them. Maybe you can. <laughs> kiss them and then convert them. <laughs> convert them and then kiss them. Nicholas, do you have an, a special Irish person in your life? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, look, is that all um, um, you have to offer us, really? I'm just I guess kidding. so. I feel like I'm missing something, but... I mean, I think that was basically covering everything. Yeah. This has been a story time with uh, good old Nicholas. (laughs) With good old St. Nick talking about good old St. Patrick. And, uh... Good old St. Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, St. Saul. That's gonna be a new one, okay? I'm adding that one to the brewery, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Um, hopefully this Koji podcast will make me a saint. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. No. If anything, it's gonna it's gonna give him more reason not to make me a saint. <laughs> Especially after all these jokes about St. Patrick. Anyways, uh, thanks so much for watching. Thank you, Nicholas, for studying for this podcast. I thank you for means a lot. Me and uh, I think you learned a lot about St. Patrick. Okay. I learned a lot about St. Patrick. Hopefully, they learned a lot about St. Patrick. And yeah, so yeah, remember, it's a Catholic feast day. We gotta pray. Indeed. Pray to the saint. Celebrate. Eat a lot of potatoes. And God bless.